Chairs, man. Welcome to Baptism Weekend. I love this weekend of the year. Welcome quickly to all of you at our Plantation Campus all weekend long, all of our services there, also our Gateway Campus, and so many of you, hundreds and hundreds of you who are watching and participating online. This is a special weekend. This is a unique weekend where we are going to celebrate the stories of life changing. You guys, I love this weekend. And let me just tell you, if you've never been a part of a Baptism Weekend here at Next Level, get ready because it is going to be incredible. I love this weekend because this is the weekend where we celebrate the stories of life change. And when I think about the last six months since our last baptism weekend uh, and all of the stories and all of the families that have been impacted, I mean, my goodness, just Easter weekend alone. Think of this, you guys. Just Easter weekend alone, 524 people made a decision for Christ. Like, how incredible is that? You guys, here's, here's what, I want, what I want us to think about for a second. Because for me, when I think about that, here's what I think. I don't think about some number because numbers are just part of a story. They're not the whole story. The real story is that's 500 families that are being impacted. That's, that's 500, uh, uh, 300 plus adults just from Easter again that are going to go to work different, that are going to be different in their, in, as a boss or as an employee. That's 500 kids. That's teenagers. Every one of those are going to be, be different because of their relationship with Jesus Christ. And today is the day we get to celebrate that. I love thinking that my kids are growing up thinking that 500 people making a decision for Christ in one weekend is normal. Like, think about that. Like, our kids are growing up inside of a church where they're going to they're gonna really think that that kind of life change is possible. So, guys, that's what this weekend is about. This weekend is about baptism, uh, the weekend about celebrating life change. And so here's what I want to do. I just want to take a few minutes before we uh, start baptizing people and go to pool cam, and it's awesome. Okay, I just want to take a few minutes this weekend, and I want to unpack for us what baptism is and why we do it, and, and is it still relevant today, and sure, they talk about it in the Bible, but what does that mean for us? And, and is it just a, a long lost tradition or is it relevant today? I want to talk about all of those questions. I want, to, I want to talk through what exactly baptism is. So when you came into your service this weekend, you were handed a bulletin. Everybody reached out, grab that bulletin, okay, whatever service you're in, pull that out because on there are four fill in the blanks. Those four fill in the blanks, I want to talk through our four perspectives on baptism. Four perspectives on baptism. And very quickly, I just want to work that through and and talk through what baptism is and what it is not. So four perspectives on baptism. Here's the first one. Number one, when we talk about this thing called baptism, according to the Bible, baptism is an outward symbol of an inward work. Baptism is an outward symbol of an inward work. In other words, it's a picture that baptism is an outside picture of the work that God has done in our heart. Look at this verse, Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4. It talks about how baptism is a picture of what God has done on the inside of us. It says this, verse 3, Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death. In other words, it's a picture that when we go down into the water, and we're going to see so many of you do that this weekend, when we go down into the water, it's a picture of us being buried with Christ. Look at verse 4. We were therefore buried with him through baptism. In other words, that's the picture. That's the symbol. That's the outward look of the thing is we're buried with Christ. He continues on. In order that 
just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. In other words, then, we're buried with Christ, okay? When we're going to watch people do that symbolically, that picture, people being buried with Christ, and then when they come up out of the water, you guys, that's you. It is a picture of being risen to new life. What is baptism? Baptism is an outward symbol of an inward work. Another way to think about that is baptism is kind of like the membership card you get uh, when, you know, when, when you join some kind of a club or like AAA, okay? So, so when you join AAA, they send you a membership card. They send you a membership card and that is basically a, a, an outward symbol that says, hey, you've paid the fee, you're a part of the deal. And when something happens with your automobile, when you have a flat tire, when you run out of gas, when you have car trouble, this is how you remember who to call. And see, in the same way that AAA sends you a membership card and says, listen, if you ever get into trouble, if you ever get in over your head, if you ever uh, you know, have, have difficulties, if you ever run out of gas, this is who you call. In the same way, baptism is like that. It's like a picture for us of the fact that Jesus paid the fee for us, that, that God is the one. We have a higher power, a heavenly father, that we can call upon when we get in trouble. We have a higher power that we can lean into when we run out of gas in our life. It is that forever picture in our mind of the membership card of heaven, so to speak. And again, here's the good news. We didn't have to pay that fee. And see, according to the Bible, because of our sinfulness, we weren't able to pay that fee. But because of what Jesus did on the cross, he paid the price for us to be residents, members, if you will, of heaven. How amazing is that? Isn't that incredible, you guys? So, so what is baptism? It's a picture. And, and I love the fact that baptism is a, is a full water submersion. And again, when you see in a few minutes here, people are going down into the water and coming back up. Here's why we do that. We do that because one, that's what the Bible shows us to do. And, and two, because it really is that picture. Now, I know what some of you maybe are thinking, because I've thought this too in the past. It's like that feeling of, well, isn't that kind of strange? Like, like I mean, if I were picking picking, you know, some sort of picture, I wouldn't pick like full water submersion. Like, can't we just raise our hand or do something else? Okay, here's the deal. I agree with you. I'm not real sure why God chose baptism, like the full submersion of water and come back up, other than the fact that it's a really cool picture. But, but here's the deal. Guys, we live in his universe. So when you create your universe, you can make it whatever you want it to be. In the meantime, according to scripture, this is what it is. And that's why we baptize people because baptism is an outward symbol or picture of the inward work of God. Number two, here's what I want us to understand. Baptism is for people who understand what they're doing. Baptism is for people who understand what they're doing. See, there are some Christian faiths who baptize, if you will, infants or small children who don't know what they're doing and, but we don't do that around here for a couple of reasons. Number one, we don't do that because we don't see that anywhere in the Bible. And we take our cues from scripture. And number two, we, we don't do that because we believe it is paramount for people to, to know what they're doing, to be able to acknowledge and accept Christ and understand their sinfulness and then acknowledge that sin and receive Christ as savior, then be baptized. We believe that's the pattern of scripture. We believe that's what's best. Now what we do around here is, and we're gonna do this here in a few weeks, we do child and, and infant dedication. 
Again, we believe that's scriptural. But in terms of baptism, baptism is for anyone who is of age enough to truly understand. So if you have small children, perhaps who want to get baptized, parents, all I would say to you this weekend is, make sure that they understand this idea of, of you know, the, the sinfulness and being forgiven of sin and accepting Christ as, as our, like, make sure that, work through some of that, uh, so that so that it doesn't just become ritual to them or something cool that they look on and they go, I want to do that. Okay, it's, it's more than that. Baptism is for people who understand what they're doing. And picture after picture in the Bible, illustrations of adults who were baptized. Matter of fact, Jesus was baptized at 30 years of age, and he didn't even need to be. He was the only one who ever lived on earth who was sinless, and yet, as an example, as a model for us, he went first. Look at his story, Matthew chapter 3, verse 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? And then look what Jesus said, verse 15. Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. John said, okay, I'll baptize you, Jesus. And again, Jesus didn't even need to be baptized, but he did it because he wanted to go first. He wanted to set the pace for us as believers in him that when we repent, when we put our faith in Christ and accept him as savior, the next step then is to be baptized. This happened to me when I was 15 years old. I was at an Easter service, like so many of you, just a couple of weeks ago, and I said yes to relationship with Christ. I raised my hand, and just a few weeks after that, I put on a yellow t-shirt and my bright green umbro shorts. Come on, anybody remember the 90s umbro shorts? What up? I put on my umbro shorts, and I remember getting baptized in my church. I still have pictures of it. It's incredible. I'll never forget that moment. See, baptism is for those who understand what they're doing. Number three, baptism isn't necessary over and over again. Yes, baptism is, is a dividing line. But let me say this. We don't see a pattern in Scripture where people got baptized over and over again. We don't see that pattern in scripture, baptism was for new converts, people who had put their faith in Christ or for people who had done that in the past and had run far from God and came back to him. That's the pattern we see in scripture. So let me say this, listen, it's not necessary for, for many of us, any of us to get baptized like every six months. Like every time we do this as a church, every six months or so, you shouldn't get baptized again. That's, that's not the point. And I'll go so far as to say this, I believe that in doing that, it can actually be a little counterproductive for our faith. And here's why. Because God wants us to have a personal, daily, ongoing walk and connection with him. And so dedication and rededication, if you will, to God needs to happen daily. Like, honestly, for me, about every Monday morning, I sit down in my red chair with my Bible and my journal, and I rededicate my life to the Lord. And God, I need you this week. And God, thanks for a good weekend. But Lord, I need you this weekend. Okay, that's a, it's a constant rededication. So I don't need to be baptized again in order to make sure that my life is right. No, no, no. That's not how it works. That's not what baptism is for. So baptism isn't necessary over and over and over again. So we're talking about four perspectives of baptism. What is it and what isn't it? Who is it for and who isn't it for? Here's the fourth one I, I want to talk us through uh, today, and it's this. Number four, baptism, write this down if you want to, is a moment in time. 
that separates our past from our future. Baptism is a moment in time that separates our past from our future. Go back to where Jesus was baptized in Matthew chapter 3. Look what it says after he was baptized. It says this, verse 16, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. Verse 17, look, and a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. When Jesus came up out of the water, it represented a moment in time that separated his past from his future. And from this moment on, Jesus' ministry and his influence and his life went to a whole nother level. That's the power of baptism. It can become this moment in time for us that is a dividing line, that's a moment in time that separates our past from our future. And here's what I believe. So many of you who are getting baptized this weekend, listen, I believe that this weekend you will never forget. This weekend, I believe that you will look on and you will say, you know what? That was a moment in time that separated my life and that took my life and my influence, my leadership, my, my ministry and my effectiveness in impacting other people to a whole new level. That's what we're believing for. That's what we are believing for. So here's the deal. If you've said yes to a relationship with Jesus Christ and you've never been baptized in water, this is your day. Now, here's what I know. I know some of you have come in and you pre-registered to be baptized and we're so glad you did that and that's awesome. But some of you, you didn't. You came into church today and the furthest thing from your mind was getting wet, like going into a pool. But good news, that little stirring you're feeling in your stomach right now, that little thing that's like, I think maybe that's me. I think that's maybe that's me. Okay, listen, let me tell you what that is. That's God. That's God prompting you. And, and let me just say this. Let me just make this easy for you. You don't need to pray about it because scripture tells us to do it. Like you don't, well, I need to think about it and pray. Well, I need, okay, well, I want to make sure my family, okay, listen, we got photographers, we got video. Listen, we got all of it, baby. This is your day. So here's what I want to do. I want to dismiss all of you out, if, whether you pre-registered or whether you're feeling it right now and you're like, I got to get baptized. That's me. I got to go. Okay, right now, whatever service you're in, dismiss yourself out. Come on, come on, head to the back. Come on, right now. Yeah, that's awesome. What, that's so awesome, you guys. Guys, come on, just dismiss out. Come on, have courage, have courage. No, listen, we are gonna cheer you on. Maybe you're sitting there going, well, what are people gonna think? You know what we're gonna think? We're gonna think you're awesome, man. This is incredible. You will never forget this day. Jesus said, repent, put your faith in me and be baptized. Okay, let me just say this. Listen, for the entire remainder of the service that you're in today, here's the deal. If you're feeling that tug, just get up. It's fine. Just get up from where you are and go. Now, family and friends, we'll dismiss you out here in a few minutes. But for those of you who are getting baptized, go on. Dismiss yourselves out and go. This is going to be a day that you will never forget, a moment in time. I am so excited about what God is doing in so many of your hearts. It's going to be an incredible day, you guys. It's going to be incredible. Now, for those of us who are, who are staying here, before we go to pool camp here in just a moment, let me say this. I talked about this idea that baptism like this can be a, a moment in time that separates our past from our future. And maybe you're sitting here thinking to yourself, you know, there's some areas of my life. There's, there's some stuff in my life. There's something in my life that I could really use a moment in time. I could really use a dividing line. I could really use just a, a dedication moment where I say, you know what? I want that to be in the past. I got to move forward. I got to leave that behind. 
Good news. You don't have to go down in a pool today to experience that. You can do that right where you're sitting. Like you can just right now make that little, just that, that silent dedication to God and say, yes, yeah, see, in order to, to start major life change in anyone's life, two things are required. You know what they are? Courage and permission. We need courage and we need permission. And so here's the deal. Listen, whatever change you want to make, when you zoom your life forward 12 months or 36 months into the future, what do you envision in your life? What is it in your life now that isn't going to be in your life then in your preferred future? Well, why not make today your moment in time, your dividing line, where you say, you know what, I'm going to leave it behind and I'm going to get on a new trajectory in my life. Here's, here's the deal. Have courage. Go for it. Do it. Make today your day and here's your permission. Go. You have permission to make the change and God is going to help you make those changes in your life to take your life to a whole new level. So here's what I want to do. I want to pray for us that God would touch us. Those of us in the room, before we celebrate the stories of life change, I just want to pray for those of us who are, who are seated here right now that God would help us to have the courage and the permission to lean into him today and make the changes we need to make. Come on, every service, let's pray together. Father, thank you for baptism weekend. Thank you for what baptism is and that it's still relevant today. Thank you that it's such an incredible picture for us on the, of an outward symbol for, for the inward work that you've done in our hearts. And God, we celebrate today so much of the work that you've done in so many families, so many moms and dads and students. God, we celebrate that. Young and old, God, we celebrate it. And Father, I pray for each one of us right now who are thinking of areas in our life that we want to change, that we want to tweak, that we want to be different 12 months from now, 36 months from now, 72 months from now. Jesus, today we make this our moment in time. We lean into you and we say, God, help us. Give us the courage we need to walk down a different path than we've been walking previous. And God, we would just step in with permission and say, we want to live the life you, God, have created us to live. And so Jesus, I thank you and I celebrate today so much of the work that your Holy Spirit has done across Next Level Church and in the lives of so many. We celebrate that today in Jesus' name. And everyone in every service who agreed said, amen.